Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. My four favorite words in this month are pitchers and catchers report. First full squad reports on Friday. And joining us right now from Jupiter to talk about that, Tim Healy covers the Marlins for the South Florida Sun Sentinel, and he joins us in the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line. They're truly steps beyond convenience. So uh, I imagine everybody there, particularly the way the season ended last year, everybody, you know, they had media day last week and all that, but I'm sure, Tim, everybody's ready just to get underway and get spring training going. Absolutely. That's the sentiment. You know, pitches and catches today, full squad on Friday, as you mentioned, and even even past that, uh, the full squad is in, in effect here. I think I've seen everybody except Ichiro, who, from my understanding, is flying in today. So, uh, you know, the full squad is, is here, officially or not. And, uh, you know, it's, it's the most wonderful time of the year because baseball is back. There you go, man. There you go. We all see. We always like the optimism of of spring <laughs> training and and all that. Uh, Tim, I saw one one over under had the Marlins at at seventy seven and a half. Um, what what do you think about that number? Is, is that a is that a good number? And if so, would you bet the over or the under on that? Oh man, that's a tough one. You know, over unders this time of year are crapshoot. Yeah. But it, for that one, I'd I'd probably take a, a slight over. Uh, my, you know, preseason prediction, official prediction, when it comes time to make it, you know, at the end of spring training, it's probably going to be right at or near 500 because, you know, the, the reality is that this was a sub 500 team last year. Mm-hmm. Then you subtract the, you know, one of the best pitchers in baseball from that team mm-hmm. and replace it with a bunch of okay pitchers. You know, what, how, what does that come out to? You know, it, so the reality is they're probably more or less 500 as they've been you know, the last few years, albeit sub-500 the last few years. Yeah, right, right. Well, um, major major changes uh, in, in this squad are, are, are what? We, we know uh, most most of this team is, is coming back intact. Don Mattingly is, is coming back. What what? And we know Jose Fernandez is, is not going to be here. But aside from those, the, the major changes you would say are what? Uh, well, one of the biggest changes would have to be Edinson Volquez. He was their biggest all-season contract, their biggest – addition to the major league roster, two years, $22 million. Uh, and Don Mattingly today actually mentioned him uh, when he was, when somebody inquired about who the, who might emerge as the number one pitcher in the rotation. And he mentioned Volquez as a guy who has pitched in the world series, who I think has been an all-star. Uh, so, it, you know, it, he's not, you know, he's not Jose Fernandez certainly, but in terms of major changes, he's got to be up there. And then, you know, in the bullpen out, Two, uh, Brad Ziegler and Junichi Tazawa, uh, the two two relievers, both got two year deals, and they're all, you know they are among the several back end arms the Marlins can turn to, uh, you know, late in the game with the lead. It's it's unusual, Tim, because one of the things Perk alluded to was was the lineup. It's unusual to keep the lineup the same uh, one year to the next. That almost never happens. Absolutely, and in fact, here's a good little tidbit for you. I researched this on Baseball Reference. If uh, if everybody comes out healthy, this will be the first time in Marlins history 
that they have the same eight starting position players in back-to-back years. Wow. Uh, and the only change there will be Yelich and Ozuna, who are uh, flip-flopping in center and left. But the, the eight names in the lineup uh, will, will be the same as long as everybody's healthy. What prompted that? Is it just Yelich they feel has much more range and a better arm? What, what prompted that switch? Yeah, well, it, it started last, last August when Ozuna hurt his wrist a little bit right. in New York, and then they slid Yelich over, and Don Mattingly kind of liked what he saw. And they said, you know what, let's let's stick with this a little longer. And Yelich has played center plenty as a professional in the majors and minors in the past. And then they, they went to their, their advanced stats guy, Jason Perret, and said, you know, does this make sense? Do the numbers back this up? And it did. And so there, here we are, Christian Yelich, center fielder, you know, for the, uh, for the indefinite term here. Um, one, one of the big names from the Mar- Marlins, Barry Bonds, gone as, as the hitting coach. Uh, Pags, Pags is in there, right? As 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 the hitting coach now, Mike Pagliarulo. What differences is that going to make for this squad, if any? Uh, I guess we'll see. I think coaches tend to coaches overall tend to get too much, uh, you know, not enough credit when things go well, and too much blame when things go poorly. But with Pags, what they're hoping is, uh, you know, an increased volume of video work. Uh, Mike Pagliarulo's background, he has a background in a scouting service, and uh, basically the scouting service was for uh, a go-between uh, Japanese teams and players and American teams and players. Uh, and so when one, when a team in one of those countries were interested in a player from another one of those countries, uh, they would go to this, I think it was Scout Incorporated or something to that effect. So. Mike Pagliarulo has only two years of professional coaching experience in the Pirates system as a hitting coach with their AAA team, but they're hoping that with the video work, as well as, of course, uh, you know, working in the cage and things to that effect, that uh, this young, this still young lineup will be able to turn that high batting average into actual runs. Tim Healy joins us, covers the Marlins for the Sun Sentinel. I know you just got on the beat last year, so... Uh, the Marlins a while ago, a year or two ago, were ESPN estimated they used analytics the least amount of all 30 teams. Sure. You just mentioned the analytics guys when it came to switching Yelich and Ozuna. How much more are they incorporating that, do you think? It, it, you might not know because it's all behind the scenes, but how much do you think they're incorporating that in their decision-making as opposed to just scouting? It's, it's hard to tell exactly where and what decisions are influenced by analytics, but I will say the Marlins, they, they hired uh, their senior director of analytics, Jason Perret, who I mentioned earlier right. last year. So he's, he's been on the job a year. It's something they do value. Uh, but in terms of the grand scheme of analytics and baseball, they're still sort of lagging behind. Uh, they have one of the smallest departments in baseball. But as I wrote in for the Sun Sentinel a couple of weeks ago, uh, they just hired their second full time their second full time analyst Michael Lord, who was an intern last year. So you, you have to start somewhere. Uh, they more or less ignored it for a long time, as the rest of baseball uh, really invested in that side of baseball operations. But uh, they seem to be on board now, so you have to start somewhere. Um, Tim, you know, I, I, I saw your, uh, your your article on uh, SunSentinel.com about five questions. Uh, facing the Marlins, I, I thought one of them, the D. Gordon one, what was very interesting. What are you expecting from from D. Gordon this season? Because you know the guy goes from from outstanding to PED user. 
what can we expect from him here in, in 2017? My expectation is uh, a version of D. Gordon closer to 2015 than 2016. Uh, I'm willing to give him the benefit of a, a doubt after a couple of all-star seasons that last year was just really weird for him. Obviously, he missed half the year with the positive PED test. Uh, there were, he had a couple weeks in April prior to that, and then you know two months and change after the suspension. And you can, you can tell before and after he just wasn't himself. Before the suspension, before the news of the suspension came out, uh, he wasn't himself. It was weighing on him. He knew about it, but it wasn't public yet. It wasn't final yet. And then when he came back, it's it's hard to jump in midstream like that. You know, with really no spring training, he had to do baseball activities what he could on his own away from the team with a short rehab assignment before coming back to the Marlins. So uh, all things considered, you know, I'm willing to give him the, the benefit of the doubt there. And, you know, so... It, Speed doesn't slump, so if, if he can hit 300-plus again and, you know, steal bases at the same rate that he always has, then that's valuable for the Marlins for sure. Uh, with, the, with the fortification of the bullpen, are they, like, sort of trying to emulate what Kansas City did a couple of years ago and, and just shorten the games, figuring maybe the starters won't go as far as they like, so let's try to shorten the games and by having a stronger bullpen? Yeah, that's, that's the thinking, you know, when they – and the started the off season, decided to you know plotted their course for the the past few months. They realized that obtaining a, a true ace, the real number one pitcher, wasn't feasible. So they decided to fortify the bullpen. Added Tazawa, added Ziegler, brought back McGowan, uh, added a couple of starting pitchers, uh, which allowed them significantly to keep David Phelps in the bullpen, which is something they want to do for sure this year. Uh, so they're probably going to go with an eight-man pen. Uh, that's one more than most teams will carry. Uh, but with the amount of innings that they're probably going to have to get out of their relievers, uh, it won't be just those eight. It'll be two, three, four guys. So we'll start off with AAA New Orleans, but certainly see time in the major leagues You know, as the season goes on. Hey, uh, yes, kind of speaking on that, Tim, you were talking about, you and Josh, how many players are coming back for this squad. Is there anybody that we should be looking at in spring training, double-A players, promising minor leaguers who, who could make their way onto the roster or who, who could be a, a, a pivotal player at some point in the season? Sure. Well, the Marlins don't have much in the form of prospects, but yep. one guy that I'm looking forward to seeing, not just the spring, but seeing how he develops over the course of this season, is Dylan Peters. He's a starter. He had a very good season last year for, I want to say, high A, and double A, yeah, you know, making it to double A by the end of the season. Um, so the rule of thumb is that by the time the guy gets to double A, then he is a reasonable option to be called up to the majors in a pinch if needed, if they need a spot start. Uh, so he he's, he's a short guy. He's not going to blow you away, but he had good numbers last year. You know, some, some, something like that in a farm system that doesn't have a ton in, in terms of pitching prospects. Uh, he's an interesting name to keep an eye on for sure. Hey, Tim, thank you for taking the time to come on with us. Thanks, hey, we Tim. appreciate it. Excellent. Thanks for having Take me, guys. Care. That was Tim Healy, covers the uh, Marlins for the Sun Sentinel. Second year on the job. He does a great job covering the team. Along- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.